Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for yes, coming sir. through again. And if it's your first time, thank you so much for coming back and listening to what we got to say today, man. So uh, mm-hmm. let me introduce myself. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my co-host. My name is Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Also, you can also check us out on Instagram at the Friends Pod. So we're interested in new fans and old fans. And thank you for the, all the listeners. Yes, sir. Everything he said for sure. Um, so usually sometimes we do solo podcasts where me and Rod just chop it up about, you know, topics that's going on, maybe some little deeper topics and shit like that. But today we got a special guest in the building today. So yeah. we're so glad to have her in here. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, y'all. I am Carla Black, R&B soul singer, tax preparer, entrepreneur. That's me. Yeah, sounds like she got her hands in a lot of things, man. A lot of things. Yeah. So that's so dope. We definitely want to get into all everything that Carla Black got going on. But first, let's kind of talk about like everything that's going on with us like this past week. So, Rod, uh, what's been going on with you this week? Uh, the, yeah, this past week, uh, been running about. Um, it's been super hot out here, hundred degrees. Damn, super crazy. Make sure you're drinking water. Um, mostly just work, networking. Um, checking out a few um, activities that's going on in the city. So, what about you, man? That shit, man. Just kicking it as usual. I never really say too much during this part because I don't really be doing shit. I be in the crib, <laughs> to be honest. But <laughs> shit, just kicking it, uh, editing, making beats, um, all kind of shit like that. Uh, how about you, Carla Black? What's been going on with you this week? Um, this week has been kind of busy for me. Um, finding a new tax office. I'm modeling. Had a showcase, had an appearance. It's been um, mm-hmm. kind of busy for me. Oh, so you got a whole office now? Yes, I've had an office for the past few years, but oh, we real? had to okay. get out of Greenfield Plaza. You know? Oh, for real? Okay, yeah. that's what's up. So, like, what got you into that, though? Like, what is that, like, your, would you say that's, like, your main profession, like, tax pre- preparation? Like, is that your yes. main? Okay. What got you into that? Um, I just always like numbers. I used to like play on a calculator type stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought I wanted to be an accountant, but taxes is it just fit me better. Was oh, that yeah. like grade school and high school or like when when was that? Yes, for sure, like grade school. My dad had one of those calculators that had the receipt paper and I used to just <laughs> yeah. waste all the paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I used to be that kid who used to pay eight zero zero eight. That's funny as hell. Uh, so let's kind of take it back um, and talk about Carla Black. So, like, where are you from originally? I'm from Mount Clemens. From Mount Clemens, Mount Clemens, okay. Michigan. Yes. Okay, that's what's up. And can you kind of talk about your upbringing out there? Like, how was it? Like, as a kid, kid. Like, was it cool? Like, how was everything out uh, there? It was. It was cool. It really wasn't too much different from the city, for real. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I'm a preacher's kid. You know, my mom was a pastor okay. and stuff. So we definitely was in church, but, you know, we still was kids, bad little kids doing stuff. We ain't got no business, but it was regular, normal stuff. People still, you know, unfortunately dying, getting robbed, all that crazy stuff. We still seen it all in the birds. Okay. Okay. Now you you just kind of spoke on church. Like, do you still, are you like on one of them every Sunday type of uh, people still, or you kind of just kind of keep it with you a little bit? Nah, um, really, for <laughs> real, for real. Now I really don't go to church like that. I go like with my mom when she come in town, or if I'm out there with her. 
but nah, I don't be going to church no nah, more. Okay. I feel like people our age, like around our age group, we don't really be, we ain't really fucking with that shit like that, to be honest. Like, I don't know why, but because I came <laughs> yeah. up in the church too, but. Hey, speak for you, yourself. Nigga, you I don't be going to church. <laughs> when the last time you been to church? I don't be at church, but I'm spiritual though. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I definitely say I'm spiritual. I'm just not a Christian. Okay, no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so okay, that's cool. That's cool. So like, when um, when do you feel like you realized? Like, was you singing in church too? Like, when did you feel like you yeah. realized like you got that voice? I've been singing my whole life since I was a baby, like two, three years old. I could sing, and then it was in choir. Then it went to like the praise team, and then I kind of just ventured <laughs> yeah. off on my own. Like, I want to go solo okay okay was it like your family like real receptive to it because like well let's see yeah. let me start let me start here like was you did you imagine yourself as like a gospel singer or was it like r&b type shit like what was your influences back then nope um to be honest like i do have a few gospel influences but i've always wanted to sing r&b i've been writing music since i was little too and I come from a music family. Like my dad, he's an engine. Well, he was R.I.P. to my pops. Um, he was an engineer. He played the guitar, the bass, the piano. And then my mom can sing, so it's in me for sure. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Talk a little bit about that upbringing. Like, what kind of music did your pops play? Um, he like all old school music. Definitely, I'm so soulful because of my daddy for sure. Like Ron Isley and. Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Gap Band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We was okay. jamming. That's what's up. Do you still listen to that kind of stuff now, or are you kind of just on 2020, 2022 type shit? Like, do you still go back to them old records Definitely. sometimes? My playlist is all old music, for real. Like, it's I do, you know, pop in Jasmine Sullivan, her, stuff like that, but I'm definitely old school all day. People know, like, if you're getting in my car, we R&B in it out. Like, even <laughs> when we turned up, some R&B going to make its way into the playlist for sure. Okay. Okay. Like, so what you saying? Like, 80s, 90s? We talking about back to 70s? Like, what's your favorite era, do you feel like? Um, I guess I don't really have, like, a favorite era. I got favorites out of each one type. Because I still listen to Gladys Knight, Shaka Khan. You know, mm -hmm. it's all over the place. Okay. That's what's up. Now, let's kind of talk about, like, some of your business ventures and, like, everything that you got going on. Um, so, we had kind of spoke about this before we had even, you know, started recording how you went to that Wet and Wild. Or you, I don't know if you hosted it. Like, what's your involvement when you had these parties? Like, is are you a host? Are you, like, promoting? Like, you performing there? Like, how, what's your involvement with them? Well, the pool party that we went to, um, that was a part of my modeling group. It was, like, a influencer, basically, you know they wanted us to bring the crowd out so you know we just be helping parties make money basically for sure how'd you get involved in the influence again um actually i people be reaching out to me all the time but then i actually reached out to what's his name i don't know i don't want to say his real name but um his name is buffalo but um i reached out to him about just joining the modeling group because i knew that i've always wanted to model too when i was younger and that just kind of went from modeling to influencing mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> okay. Now, do you have any like style influences when it comes to modeling? Like, is there somebody you look up to or like any anybody like that? Um, I won't really say. Uh, 
not really. I always I grew up watching Tyra Banks, so that's like one of my favorites. You know, I was America's top Next model. Top Model was my oh, dream. Yeah. Like I wanted to go on there so bad. But yeah, she's one of my favorite for sure. I feel like they used to be doing people dirty on there before. Like she used to be on there talking crazy to the women. <laughs> I don't know. I heard now, like, they be talking about, like, what they went through and stuff. It was awful. I'm happy I never went on the show, but, you know, they make it look good on TV. But, yeah, yeah I do. heard the same thing. Yeah, but, um, so, like, kind of describe your style. Like, would you describe yourself as, like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get these expensive. Like, I, I want Gucci down. Like, kind of just, like, some. No, um, it's a mixture because I do. I do have my Louis product ysl you know i'd have those but at the same time i'm not bougie it's fashion over with no problem like <laughs> okay yeah i'm all over the board i ain't stuck in a box i feel that you know you can't be stuck in a box i feel that um so like how important is networking to you and like how do you do it because it seems like you got like i said you got your hands in so many different things and like people hitting you up and stuff like that so how important is networking to you it's very important like especially like the taxes i always try to use if i'm somewhere singing i use that as a window to well i do taxes i do this or you know wherever I, whatever i'm doing i'm gonna bring the other business mm -hmm. adventures to that so even when guys try to talk to me i'll be like well i sing i model you know follow me on instagram instead of giving them my number like i mm -hmm. always it's, it's big networking is so important Right, and when they go to your Instagram, they can see everything. Like, oh, oh, she got this, she got that, she got that going on. Okay, yeah. what's kind of like your lessons and tips that you would give to people about networking? Um, I would say don't be shy. Like, at first, I used to wait for people to talk to me. Now you gotta, you gotta open up. You gotta be able to get out there and mix with people because some people don't know who you are. They don't know that you're important, right. or you know, they don't know that you might have something they might need. And they'll never know if you don't walk up to them. Mm -hmm. I walk in a group of people like, hey, y'all, y'all follow taxes? Or y'all <laughs> got Instagram, right? Just start a conversation. Okay. And some of your friends, um, are they the model influencer type as well? They're kind of like you just got connected with them? Yeah. Um, okay. Definitely. Um, what's the name of the, like that modeling promotion? Um, Detroit Hitting Gems. Detroit Hidden Gems. Okay, I like that name too. Um, let me take it back like a little bit though. So you said like, like you said, you could tell somebody, oh, I sing, but I do this and I do that too. Like, what kind of put, like, what kind of instilled that into you? Like, where you even get this game from? Because <laughs> I feel like my dad you, for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. He was an entrepreneur. Oh, for real. Okay. Yeah. Then my best friend too. I gotta, I gotta shout out my best friend Melvin Parker. Um. He's one of the most hardworking people I've ever met in my life. And he's my best friend because he helped change my life, like business-wise. Like, he opened up so many doors for me. Like, mm -hmm. for sure, my dad and Melvin is why I am how I am. That's what's up. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, let's kind of talk about music a little bit. So, um, like, how, how often do you get a chance to write and, and kind of sit down and, like, really collect your thoughts and write something? Well, now it'd be hard because, and I got a three-year-old, so I'd be mm -hmm. having to fit it in. But it, I could be sitting in a room full of people and we talking, smoking, drinking, and I'll just pull my phone out and start writing. So it'd be random. Okay. Oh, so you don't like wake up and be like, oh, I got to write something like immediately. No. Mm -mm. Nah. Okay. Now, do you feel like you got to have 
like so when you is in that group of people or do you do feel like writing is it something that you're going through specifically or can you just pull from like what's going on in the room like how is your process with writing it's a little bit of both sometimes it do be like you know life experiences or you know it just be like a vibe or sometimes what other people is going or going through or what i'm seeing or hearing on social media stuff like that mm -hmm. okay i feel that now so like when you go into the studio and you it's like trying to record like what is that like like do you like all, like all your homegirls in there like smoking drinking and shit like that or do you kind of like like to kick back by yourself and just no nah. i don't um i don't smoke or drink before i sing whether it's a performance or in the studio i try to you know smoke like three hours before and then you know chill out so it don't mess with my voice but I don't like for it to be a bunch of people in the studio and all that stuff because it's distracting. And I take my music very serious. Like before I even go, I make sure I got my vocals right. I didn't practice it a thousand times. So I'm in and out, especially if I'm paying for it. Like for real. it's work to me. So, yeah, I smoke and stuff afterwards. Also, let's go in and talk about some of um, your singles that we saw. Um we saw the singles Love or Lie and Give Me What I Need from your socials. Um, are those like your two main songs or do you have more music out there? Um, I'm actually, I have more music. I have a mixtape on SoundCloud and YouTube uh, called Conceived in the 90s. Um, Love or Lie was like a pivotal moment in my music. I swear, like that was like the best song ever. I heard the change. I didn't mature so much in my music and in life, period. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely like the most special song that I have. That Gimme What I Need song, I can't lie to y'all. I hate that song so much. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it what everyone kept saying how they liked it and it sounded so good and stuff, but I don't like it. But I put it out because, you know, sometimes people do like what you don't like. So I just yeah. put it out anyways. Talk about the uh liver lie in the process and why why do you think that's like your why is that your favorite song? Um, I've been doing music for so long. Like I literally been recording since 2004, 2005. And it's always like a, it's a sound. Like when I create music, I be wanting to make it how I hear it in my head. So for a long time, it'd be like the music is not what I'm hearing. So I really didn't like hearing myself back in the day. So after a while, I took a break from music. Like I didn't record nothing for like four years wow. and going through stuff. And I had a baby and I'm like, I got to get back to my music. I felt like a piece of me was missing, you know, mm -hmm. not doing music. And when I recorded it, it was the first song that actually I heard it in my head. And I finally created what I heard and I fell in love. Like I love that song with all my heart. Right. Who was the uh, producer engineer on that record? Did they kind of help out with the process and kind of coach you along yes. the way? Or, or did you know what you know? Okay. Definitely. Um, his name is Getty. Uh, he, I think he go by Getty 808. Um, one of the best producers I've ever worked with. He can't sing, but he can still like help me <laughs> harmonize. It's, it's yeah. crazy how he do it. But yeah, he's definitely, he's one of the people who told me like, girl, y'all need to be smoking before you record. And so he, he is a coach for real. You still be working with him? Like if yep, you have like um, a team, uh, when you do your records or do you go to multiple really, producers? Nope. He, he really the only one that I go to. I have a studio in my basement, so I'm learning to do it myself, but he's the only person that I really work with. I've tried, like I get free studio time with other people sometimes, 
but it don't be right. I'll record a song with somebody else and then still go back to him and record the song so it can be how I want it. You know, that's crazy, though, because he was like, uh, he told you not to smoke, you know, before recording. But I feel like rappers, like if you're a rapper, that's all they do in the studio for real, smoke yeah. while they're recording. I wonder why that is, though. Like, is it really just, you think, you think to protect your voice, though? Yes, for sure. Because I rap, too. So I definitely, okay. I, I know the difference, like, as far as breathing, you know, rapping is more so talking in a rhythm versus singing i'm using my diaphragm like i gotta catch these airs in my pockets and all of that so when you smoke a lot you know you have like that phlegm or whatever you want to call it in your throat and all that it block your airways you be short of breath like let one of them niggas try to run and smoke a bunch <laughs> they're gonna be tired as hell like so yeah it's not good to try to sing like i don't know how rihanna do it but i, I can't know. do it <laughs> I, I can't you gonna try uh that Beyonce route or uh, maybe like a female Drake of kind of singing and rapping? We gonna hear a yeah. record like that? I got I got some old records. What's crazy is people kind of discourage me from rapping. I can't lie. Like I'm more of like the conscious rapper. I don't gotta talk about my pussy and all that stuff. And that's Word. all people be wanting to hear. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna rap no more. Forget it. But I definitely got songs where I sing, rap. I cover some of Drake's songs and remix them and stuff. Yeah. Would you say your R&B is conscious? Yes, definitely. Talk a little bit more about the subject matter. What what goes into that? It, I mean, depending on the song, I be wanting people to be able to feel how I feel. Like, you know how you can hear a song and you feel it? Like, I didn't literally... Mm -hmm played one of my songs back and I get chills listening to myself mm. so it's like if I got my heart broke I know it's 30 other people who got their heart broke let me make a song to comfort you or build you up type song not just oh fuck all niggas no it's not about that like it might be fuck him but it's okay we gonna get over it like mm -hmm. I want to make music like that or you know I got a song where a lot of people don't talk about depression like, I admit in the song, like, I'd be depressed, too. People see you and think that you so happy and all that. So I'd be trying to make music to where, you know, people can relate because we are human, you know? Yeah, that is true. That's true. Yeah, that's good that you talk about that because, like you said, not not too many people touch on that, especially, like, in R&B and rap, like, black music. Yeah. A lot of people not really talking about that. Um, Mental health has definitely become popular uh, these days, for sure. And a lot of black people do have depression. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Generation that PTSD. Mm-hmm. That part. Now let me. Uh, I want to. I want to backtrack a little bit again. Like, so you said that you don't like your song. Give me what I need. Like, can you tell me. Like, I don't know why. I just. I just feel like I need to know. Like, what <laughs> don't you like about it? Like, cause I feel like it sounds good, but it's like, what do you hear that you that you like? Um, nah, I'm not fucking with it. I guess, and I literally have like four different versions. I've recorded this song four different times, four different ways. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I tried the highs, the lows, the harmonies. It's just like, I don't know, because the words is nice. The words is solid, but mm -hmm. I, I just don't sit well with me at all. <laughs> you know how just some songs be like, no, nah, that ain't it. Turn okay. it. That's how, I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> I can't mm -hmm. get it right. In my head, it's supposed to sound... So much better, but I just don't, don't know. hit. It don't, it don't <laughs> yeah. hit like you need to hit. Okay, but it was interesting because, like you said, people fucking with it. So it's like I don't know. You feel like you sometimes you get in your head when it comes to your music, 
where it's like damn like i don't i don't really fuck with this but the other people like boosting you up because it do sound good but you don't really feel like it's what it is like do you be in your head sometimes yes you know they say you be your worst critic for sure yeah. it be times where i can record something and they be like oh that shit fire and i'd be like that shit sound terrible <laughs> like so I, sometimes i do be having to like literally step to the side and think like carla come on now you doing you thinking too much i, I am an overthinker so sometimes i overthink and over process my music to where it be like girl this song is fire you is tripping yeah, I have yeah. conversations with myself, y'all. No hey, problem at shit. all. <laughs> Sometimes you got to. I mean, you you should be your own best friend for real. You know what I mean? You got to be definitely. You know. Um, so let's kind of talk about. I know you mentioned that you have a, a three year old. I believe you said. Um, yeah. Can you kind of talk about like like I said, you got your hands in so many things. Like talk about balancing those things and then still trying to be a parent. Like, is that tough? Like, is that still like a learning Ooh. experience for you? definitely listen i never imagined like all the stuff that my mom was going through like she it was six of us in the house Ooh, so like damn. the stuff that i go through it'd it be really hard because it's like you want to work hard you got to provide but at the same time you got to spend time with your baby and then being an entrepreneur you know you never know where your next dollar is coming from so you got to go get it so sometimes I find myself like, go, 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 go. But then I'll be like, I feel bad because I'm not spending as much time I feel like I should with my baby. So that's why one of one of the reasons why I want to be an entrepreneur is she don't got to be like, I don't got to go to a nine to five. So she don't got to be mm -hmm. away from me. So she be at the tax office with me. When I do Uber Eats, she be in a car sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying now that she's getting older. Now, I guess I'm getting used to being a mom. The routine is kind of working itself out. It's a learning process. They ain't got no handbook on being a parent, you know. Yeah, so, that is true. That's yeah. true. Sound like you get into it though. You get into it, and you, I mean that's the thing though. You got to provide too at the same time. Like, yeah, kids need time, but at the same time, they need food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like they need house. You know, so yeah, it's kind of like that weird. How should I do this type of thing? Yeah. Um, so like, um, let's kind of talk about you performing though, because I could tell just by, you know, seeing some of your videos, videos that you have on your Instagram that you love to be on the stage. I do. <laughs> now, do you prefer that over actually recording the song? Like, what's what's your preference on that? Um, I, I guess it's kind. It might be like fifty fifty, because the studio is like therapy to me. When I'm in a booth, I can release all my stress, all my pain. I literally forget drama when I walk in a booth. But when I'm on stage, it's almost like it's a thing that I do. And somebody else kind of noticed it before. It's almost like I turn into a whole nother person because I'm I'm chill. I'm a Sagittarius. So I'll be, you know, chilling in the cut. But when I'm on stage, you would never know that I'm just all over the place. I'm in your face. I'm like, yeah. it's that's Carla Black versus who I really am for sure. And, you know, one thing that I did notice, too, about, like, watching your, your performances, like, I like how you command the crowd, like, as soon as you, because you'll be performing somewhere and there'll be a lot going on in the crowd. And then I like how you command them and be like, all right, now, Carla Black up here, I'm about to sing for y'all. Like, how did you, how has that process been, like, even trying to, like, get good at, you know, performing and then being on stage? Like, was it natural to you? I guess church helped because, you know, singing and choir and then having solos and, we have like a big church. We have churches all over the country. So we would be performing, you know, at different events and stuff little. So it never really scared me or 
I always, I, I hate to say it like that, but I just like the attention. Like, all eyes <laughs> on me. Listen. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, now, do you have any, like, favorite, like, let's kind of talk a little bit more about R&B. Like, who is your, like, favorite favorites? Like, somebody that, no matter where you is, no matter what time it is, like, this, these are the people that you love to listen to, like, for sure. Yeah. I heard that Jasmine uh, Sullivan at, uh, what was it, Hotels? Yeah, the hotel. And that, that yeah. project was fire. I haven't, um, I need to listen to that. I'm late. Yeah, do you have favorites? Um, yes, I do. I, um, my favorite, see, I guess there's so many different people. Uh, I like underground artists too, like the people who not on the radio or, you know, super famous and stuff like that. Um, but like mainstream people, it is like her or it's a guy named Kamal or Duran Bernard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, Duran dope, yeah. Yeah, I love him. Like since I was a teenager, I've been listening to him. Yeah. Yeah, he was on yeah, YouTube. Sure early. Like What's yes. some records from uh Duran? I ain't never heard that name. Collide is one of my favorite. Collide. Or Stuck oh, with uh Ari Lennox. I listen to that every day. That's sure. like a weed song, like stuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you have any favorite like producers like when you hear a beat like do you feel like oh yeah that's my favorite like that's one of my favorite people to listen to like do you have any favorite producers that or are like how you find like the beats that you want to record to what's crazy is i i'm not i don't really know their names like that but when i be getting a beat made or looking for a beat kalani and her is like my go-to's like that the okay. type of beats that they have even like some chris brown type beats yeah those is my go-to's for sure now what you want to hear like do you feel like the melody got a hit or like do you like the drums on it like what sticks out to you the most when you're trying to look for a beat yeah i'm interested do you go to the melody first or is it like the verse um to be honest i it gotta be some type of instruments i'll be listening for pianos and guitars and stuff like that um i to when i find beats i let the beat speak to me so it just it depends on what the beat is saying when i hear it and it only take me maybe like 30 seconds to feel it yeah damn okay that's what's up now um kind of talk about like what what can we look forward to from carla black like in the future like you guys like i said i said it so many times you got your hands in so many things but like what can we look forward to musically like you got an album dropping an ep like what's going on with that Yes, I'm actually, I'm working on my EP. I just recorded my last song a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm trying to have it out for sure before the summertime is over. Um, It's called Found My Lane. It's kind of like my spiritual journey. I found my comfortability. I'm not, you know, making music based on people's opinions no more. You know, I make music to make me feel good. Like, that used to really hold me back listening to all these different opinions on my songs and you need to do this or you should have did this. Yeah. But now I don't care about that. I, I don't want to be a dickhead about it, but I really don't be caring about nobody's opinion no more. And my <laughs> yeah. music, it, it has changed and I can hear it. Like I'm stronger. My voice is, I'm solid alto now. I used to try to be soprano. Like it's just, I found myself. So it's mm. called, I found my lane and it's gonna be fire i cannot wait to release it so this project is gonna be real personal or is it gonna be fun or or a mix of the both 
Um, it's a little mix of both for sure. Cause I talk about heartbreak. I talk about love. I talk about depression. I talk about being a mom. It's yeah. It's all over the place. How many songs about to be on there? Um, six. That's a nice EP right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to do a video to every song. That's what's up. Now, um, so you said like end of, by the end of summer, so it's not going to be summer music though, is it? Like it ain't going to be like, or nope. do you feel like it's going to have some type of vibe, like a certain season where you play it in? Like what kind of what kind of vibe you feeling for that? No, I feel like it's all all year round music. For real, all year for real. Round. Okay. Yeah. But it's definitely, some of them are on some chill, you know, it could be, you just gave me an idea, um, but it could be on some fall chill in the house type, because I got the R&B, the slow bopping music. I don't really make, you know, I don't make ass shaking music, so I guess <laughs> none of that was, that's more summer music, but yeah, it's all a vibe though. You were just talking about you're going to do a video, sound like you already got an idea what that's going to be like. Yeah, I actually, um, I've already written out like all of my videos except for maybe like two. Mm -hmm. Um, the one I'm supposed to shoot a video, is it Tuesday? I think next Tuesday. Um, it's the song I just performed, it's called Relapse. Um, it's on some toxic, you know, you need to leave somebody alone, but you like it so much that you just keep going back. But yeah. He did give me an eye video for the fall. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> okay, yeah. And it sounds like your music going to be hella, well, it has been hella relatable, but that's definitely a relatable thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people do, like, that's kind of like an addiction for real. Like, yeah, okay. Drugs, it could be drugs, it could be a person, it could be alcohol, like all kind of shit. So definitely looking forward to hearing all of that. And we're going to put everything in the, in the description box so everybody can go check you out. Um, I guess any any last words to say to the people before you get up out of here? Um, I appreciate y'all, first of all. Thank y'all for the opportunity. Absolutely. For more people to even know who I am. Um, shoot, just like I've been telling everybody, I make music for the soul. So definitely tap in with me. Follow me on Instagram, two underscores, Carla.black. And y'all gonna love it. All right. And that what's the name of that new project again? Found My Lane follow my lane so make sure y'all look out for that yeah folks yeah that's been carla black uh we appreciate her for coming through so we about to get up out of here this has been the friends podcast and look for all of her links and stuff in the, in the description check her out on instagram we're gonna have her send that soundcloud link as too as well so we, you can check that joint out as well but this has been the friends podcast and we out peace and love see y'all